If you're a pro, you know that this is not efficient because you know there's a better way. There's also a better way to save. When pro customers buy building supplies in bulk at Lowe's, they save up to 20% every day. Buy in bulk and save up to 20% on concrete, gypsum, and gypsum accessories. At Lowe's, buy more, save more. Visit the Pro Desk or Lowe'sForPros.com for details. Discount applies to contract to pack items. Minimum purchase required, U.S. only. Welcome into the Locked On Steelers podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host from ESPN Pittsburgh, SNR, and the Steelers radio network team, Adam Crowley. And it is almost time for some Steelers football on this Thursday as the Steelers get set to take on the Miami Dolphins, the one and four Miami Dolphins, yes, on the road. But I think it is a game that the Steelers should win, and the Steelers should be 5-1 and one when they get set to take on the New England Patriots from Heinz Field in a couple of weeks. I cannot wait for that matchup, and I'm trying really hard not to overlook the Dolphins, but uh, I've pretty much overlooked the Dolphins here at every single turn. And joining me now to discuss everything that's been going on this week with the Pittsburgh Steelers and whether or not to overlook the Miami Dolphins is Dale Lolly from the Washington Observer Reporter and the Steelers Radio Network. And Dale, Ben Roethlisberger spoke the other day and said that the Steelers injury woes might be because of the way that the Steelers practice in the preseason I couldn't agree really any less with those comments I think he's wrong Mike Tomlin has come out to and said that everything is on the table for discussion he didn't want to crush his quarterback but I think Mike Tomlin's going to continue doing things the way Mike Tomlin sees fit and I don't think that that's a reason why guys are getting injured right now in the regular season uh, Dale do you agree with Ben's comments or how do you feel about them I think it's ridiculous uh, <laughs> to be honest I mean they, they practice hard like that for about a week and a half uh, and then Mike Tomlin tones it down before the first preseason game and then they really don't hit again the rest of training camp other than when they play in the preseason games and as we saw the Steelers really didn't play many of their starters in the preseason games for very long. So I, I think Ben Roethlisberger is uh, grasping at straws in this case. Um, you know, every team has injuries. It's football. It's physical. You're going to have stuff happen. And I don't see the Steelers having any more injuries than anybody else uh, around the league right now. It's just, uh, I, I just think he's, uh, he's guessing in this situation. And uh, I don't think he's right. Yeah, I don't think he's right either. I do get his frustration, and I'm sure players who are banged up say, man, like I wonder if this has something to do with the practice, if this has something to do with what's going on in training camp, and it's just a frustration thing, and Ben's trying to have his teammates' backs. But uh, it's not a great look. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but I don't, also don't think that's the reason why things have gone wrong here in terms of injuries. No, and I would agree with that, Adam. I, I don't think it's necessarily a good look. Um, you know, I, I do think that, uh, um, there, you know, if you watch games around the league, teams across the league have issues tackling right now because nobody does it. Uh, and, and they don't do it, uh, to any degree, certainly that the teams used to do it. And I think it's, it's just, you know, guys are bigger, stronger, faster now and more elusive. And, and so I think you do need to, to tackle at least some in training camp. And we've seen the Steelers, despite tackling, still have some issues uh, getting that done during games. I mean, these guys are pretty good when you're when you're playing against you know opponents 
who are, are trying to make you miss and trying to break tackles, you're going to miss some tackles. And I think you, you just can't ease your way into that once the season starts or once regular uh, the, the uh, preseason games start. You kind of have to build your way up to it. And I, I don't see that being an issue for the Steelers in terms of the, that because of that being the reason for the injuries. I just don't see it. Yeah, it's just a, it's a philosophical thing. And we had Kevin Colbert join us on SNR right out of the shoot at training camp, and he said, look, if you send a boxer into the ring without getting punched in the face or sparring before that, what's going to happen when he gets in the ring for real? I think it's the same thing. I actually like that the Steelers do it. I don't think it's that big of an issue. So let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about Antonio Brown because some people seem to think he's being a distraction right now, but he's second in the league in targets, first in receptions. He's eighth in receiving yards and first overall in touchdown catches. Dale, you had a chance to speak with him last night. Do you think that he's being a distraction? Do you think that he is frustrated with the ball not coming his way maybe as much as he'd want it to be? No, I don't, I don't sense any frustration in him in terms of, of what he's seeing in, ter- uh, you know, in terms of passes. I think maybe the, a little bit of frustration from him from the fact that, that teams are doing so much to attempt to take him out of games. Um, now, that could change some with uh, with Sammy Coates having uh, more of an impact in the last couple of weeks, uh, for sure. Um, certainly, and, and Le'Veon Bell being back, I think, helps alleviate some of those issues for Antonio Brown. Not everybody is going to try to double him consistently uh, or t- you know try to uh, keep him from going deep. Um, at some point, they have to adjust to what the Steelers are doing elsewhere because, you know, when the Steelers have scored, what they scored, 74 points the last two weeks, and Antonio Brown hasn't been a huge part of that. Um, you know, I think you may have to adjust what you're doing <laughs> as an opponent because it's just not working. Uh, that being said, um, you know, he's still a guy that, that uh, you have to be cognizant of on the football field. In terms of the other stuff, I, I don't see that as a major distraction. I think, I don't know that you're going to see any more of that as well. He said last night uh, on, on the radio show that uh, he's not going to wear the, the shoes anymore during games. He's, he's got a, a Jose Fernandez uh, Kimbo slice shoe that he's going to wear this week, but he's only <laughs> going to wear it in warmups. Uh, it's two Miami guys. And, and I, you know, that's why he's doing that, but he's right. only going to wear them in warmups. Mike Tomlin told him in no uncertain terms last week, uh, take those shoes off. Uh, and so, you know, when the head coach has to come over to you during a game and tell you to take the shoes off, uh, I think that was the only warning that he needed. And, and people ask Mike Tomlin about that uh, at his press conference. Uh, you know, what do you say to Antonio Brown? He's not going to publicly share that. That doesn't mean that he's not saying anything to him. He told him in no uncertain terms to take the shoes off. Yep. Uh, so that's the end of it. You won't see those shoes, you know, any kind of distraction from shoes during a game anymore. Uh, now, you know, the, the Mike Tomlin haters out there are going to say, well, he, you know, this is just another sign of Mike Tomlin not having any, any control of the team. Absolutely not true. Absolutely false. Uh, you know, he told Antonio Brown to take the shoes off. And guess what? Antonio Brown took the shoes off. Done. I mean, I mean, what what else needs to be said? It to me, it's just making a mountain out of a molehill, and there are columns being written about it. And I hear people bitching on the radio. Just shut up. I mean, there's nothing more going on there. Uh, you want him to be the best receiver in the game. He is the best receiver in the game. Uh, Dale, speaking of the press conference, Ryan Shazier, he's moving to safety, right? <laughs> what the heck is I, that about? 
I think he's moving tight end this week, Adam. Uh, that that will be the move, or maybe he's going to play some defensive end in place of uh, Cam Hayward. Uh, you know, get over this stuff already, people. It, it's they're not moving his position. They're certainly not doing it in the middle of the season. Uh, it's not happening. Um, so it, it, the Steelers know much more about this than you or I or Joe Blow sitting in his on his couch in Blanox. Uh, so I, I really believe that, that that they have a much better idea of what these players are. Brian Shazier is an inside linebacker. He's going to continue to be an inside linebacker, and people need to get over that stuff. I don't understand why people always they, they fall in love with the backup. Vince Williams is a good player in this league, and I think he'll be a good player now for the Steelers for a few more years because of that contract. But that doesn't mean you take snaps away from Ryan Shazier to try to shoehorn Vince Williams in there. It's the same thing with D'Angelo Williams. God love him. He's great for the Steelers. But the reality is you don't want to take the football away from Le'Veon Bell. I don't know what the uh, fascination is with giving the ball to a lesser player or giving a lesser player playing time. Uh, Everybody in Pittsburgh likes the the unknown. And then once it becomes the known, I mean, you know, there was a time not too long ago, people were clamoring for Steve McClendon to get onto the football field because he had flashed here and there as a, as a nose tackle. And then as soon as he started playing nose tackle full-time, well, he, well, he's not Casey Hampton. Well, no kidding. Uh, you know, but people love the backup in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just uh, always rooting for the, for the, uh, the, the underdog, I think. And, and uh, just it gets a little old at times. But, no, they're not moving Ryan Shazier to keep Vince Williams on the football field. They'll need all three of those guys, and the other being Lawrence Timmons, uh, they'll need all three of those guys again at some point this season. You know, even when uh, Ryan Shazier comes back, there's just you have issues. You have nicks and, and uh, bruises that happen during football. It's a it's a physical game. Uh, so at some point, Vince Williams will get back onto the football field, whether that be in place of Ryan Shazier or maybe Lawrence Timmons. We don't know, uh, but that will take care of itself. It always does. It it always seems to. So no need to worry. You will see Vince Williams doing things productively in a Steelers uniform again. You're talking about the injuries, Dale. Uh, Sammy Coates has that soft cast or that cast on his hand. Uh, Is that going to limit him big time in practice, and do you think he's definitely going to play in Miami? Uh, I don't see him practicing today, Uh, maybe not even tomorrow. I think possibly they they get him out there for a little bit of work on on, uh, Friday uh, just to let that finger heal a little bit because you don't want to keep tearing that open and have it get worse. Um, so, you know, I, I think certainly there are some, you know, he can go through some position drills and stuff, just not catching the football. I think they'll be careful with him, and I do think he'll play on on uh, Sunday, but uh, I think they'll be very cautious throughout the week with him. I'm overlooking the Dolphins. I think it's okay that I overlook the Dolphins. Do you get any sense that the Steelers are? And even if they do, do you think that they could go down to Miami and lose this football game, Dale? Oh, I certainly think they can lose. Uh, down there. I mean, you know, playing a road game in the NFL is never easy. I mean, even, you know, if you look up the numbers on it, uh, you know, the majority of teams, uh, uh, you know, hold serve at home. That's just what happens. Now, do I think the Steelers are going down? I think they're a better team, uh, but that doesn't mean that they can't go down there and lose. I don't, I don't see the team, though, overlooking the Dolphins. Um, you know, I think they want to go down there and win. Um, I think there's 17 guys on the roster from Florida. Uh, you know, Antonio Brown is getting, I believe, 50 tickets for family members for this game. Uh, you, you know, you have some other guys that are uh, that are getting a bunch of tickets. I think it's going to be a big pro Steelers crowd, and I think that the Steelers will play well in front of a uh, that kind of crowd.
Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, there will be a lot of Steelers fans there. Man, they really did that stadium up. It's gone through like 40 names since they built it, but it looks so much better now than it did before. Last time Ben played there was his first career start, correct? Uh, no, they, he played there in 2010. Okay. Let's not just be very memorable to me. <laughs> the first one was obviously as it was a monsoon you had the you had the hurricane Steelers won 13 to 3 and we played that game earlier today on SNR in its entirety we'll do it Thursday as well um, but what do you remember from Ben Roethlisberger's first game Dale just a lot of rain um, I mean it was a uh, you know just <laughs> it, it looked a lot like the Notre Dame North Carolina game on on Saturday, yeah. uh, if you saw any of that, uh, just a lot of rain and a lot of wet, and it just wasn't uh, real conducive to uh, a football game. But they had to play one, so they did. Thank goodness they removed the infield. That looked so dumb. And whenever you're in those <laughs> kind of uh, that kind of weather, that kind of environment, I mean, that only compounds things, right? Yeah, I mean, you you put you're putting you know basically mud out there, and uh, <laughs> just. Uh, uh, I've never been a big fan of the of the stadiums that also uh, leave the baseball dirt out there and stuff. I mean, Oakland was one that always did that, and, and uh, Candlestick back when they still had baseball. It's just not a good look, and I can't imagine as a player if the footing is real great uh, going from the from the grass to the dirt and back to the to the grass again. I, that has to be a little tricky. And I'm, I, I've never seen a study on how many injuries happen because of that, but there has to be some. Ben Roethlisberger said earlier today, Dale, that the Dolphins' defense is a lot like the Bengals' defense, which has given Ben problems in the past. Mike Tomlin said so much yesterday as well. Uh, how do the Steelers attack them, and what what are the, some of the keys to uh, not overlooking this Miami team? Uh, you know, I, I think certainly defensively on the front, they're okay. Uh, with, at the, on the defensive line, their linebackers are, are pretty bad. There's not a lot there in terms of uh, coverage ability or anything like that. And I think in the secondary, they're a little vulnerable as well. So, you know, it matches up pretty well for the Steelers. I think, you know, you'll see a, a, a game plan very similar to what you saw last week with Le'Veon Bell catching a lot of uh, short passes and the Steelers moving the football in that fashion. Dale, really appreciate the time, man, as always. Thanks so much, and we'll talk again here soon. All right, thanks, Adam. Dale Lolly of the Washington Observer Reporter and the Steelers Radio Network. Tomorrow we'll hear from Matt Williamson, who is, of course, our – NFL insider because he is the host of the Locked On NFL podcast and the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll get his thoughts on the game, get his thoughts on some of the other games around the National Football League, and you'll get my prediction of Steelers and Dolphins. That's tomorrow right here on Locked On Steelers. Thanks so much for listening. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At MetroPCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to MetroPCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. MetroPCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.